0: This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the
1: strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode.
0: Welcome, everyone. And we are so excited that we would like to introduce a special guest to you today. Her name is Lori Abbey. She sold 113 houses last year. She is number one in the Denver metro area and we're so excited to have you. So Lori, welcome.
1: Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's really fun to be here. I watched some of your podcasts last night and they are really good information and lots of fun too. Awesome.
0: Well, one of the first questions that everyone always wants to know is, what are you doing to be able to get those 113 houses in one year? What, what's kind of the most successful thing that's working for you?
1: I would say staying top of mind with my sphere of influence, um, being out there, it's who I surround myself with. It's what I do every day. It's the message that I send to my clients that I am here for them all day, every day. And what I do is real estate and I do it better than anybody. And if you need anything real estate related for the rest of your life, you probably better call me.
0: So give me some specific examples of what you do. Like, do you say, call me if you need a painter, call me if you need this, give me some specific things that you would call and say to your sphere. Because sometimes people are like, I can't call them again. Like I've called this Guy already. I'm not going to call him again. I need some ideas on exactly what to say.
1: Yeah, that is that's the easiest part of all of this because when you have the knowledge, when you're out there selling hundreds of houses every year, think of how many more houses you wrote offers on, you did comps for, you went into and viewed. Think of how many inspections that you were a part of. So you really do have the knowledge. It is. It is a disservice to your clients if you do not share this knowledge with them. So how do you do it? Uh, There are various ways that you do it. So if you're on top of your social media every day, you stay in contact and people watch you and people know, oh, wait, I have this question about uh, uh, painting my house. What are the best colors right now? I get constant questions about what the best colors are, what they should do for a backsplash, et cetera. So by being on top of mind and by staying on their video or by posting stories every day about my life, also about real estate, I'm always top of mind so they know that they can call me. Um, but then I am proactive about that in many cases. So two things I do that I think everybody should do, because again, we've vetted contractors over the last 10 years, 12 years. So... I have a list called Lori's list. I know Angie's list, Lori's list, but hey, it's kind of cute and it sticks. So I've got a, a magnet that I put out that has, here's who you need to call for window cleaning. Here's my recommended vendor. If your sewer line is having an issue, here's who you call. We've saved people $25,000 in one week on getting them with proper sewer contractors when they called somebody off of, off of um, you know, just the yellow pages or whatever. That shows my age, but you know they looked people up and uh, and they called them and they said oh it's 15,000 and then i sent my guys over and it was 650 so when uh, this kept happening i made a public service announcement video then i did the Lori's list magnet that we hand delivered to every client with a cute little basket of flowers and then um and then we have a thick little packet that whenever we have an event we hand that little packet out to people.
0: I think I really like the idea of what you said about the paint colors. So like you can actually Google and put each year, like here's the 12 best bedroom paint colors for 2023. And they've given you exactly those colors. And you can say, hey, you know, I just, I didn't know if you were interested in getting your house painted right now. I didn't know if you wanted a list of the 2023, 12 best paint colors, here they are. And then then again, you're now coming up with some ideas of what to say. Give us something else. Because I think what happens is people are like, I don't know what else to say. I've already called them, asked about their kids. I mean, how often are you front of mind calling these people over and over? Is it once a month, once a quarter?
1: No, so I don't. I do it differently. I'm a very social person, so I'm not going to call and just check in. I've never. I don't know that I've ever called a client, Um, which I know sounds terrible because we all have a different style. So hear me out here for a second. I do connect with my clients very regularly. I watch everything that. So let's let's back up to the public service announcement video that I made. So I made a public service announcement video and said basically what I just said to you guys. Hey. And I put public public service announcement at the top, like a little red button. And then across the top, I said, if you're thinking of doing anything to your house, contact me before you do anything. And then in the video, I said, look, I'm the expert in all of these things. I've vetted contractors over the last 10 or 12 years. Not only do I know what colors are in style, but I understand what's an issue with your sewer line. I know who to call for a roofing issue. I know these things. Here's how I've saved other clients money by them contacting me. We've saved $30,000 in the last three weeks and here are the things that happened. So I had a specific video. If you look me up on Instagram at Mama Abby, I think I posted the public service announcement video towards the top. I was actually really sick that day, but I needed to do it because people were losing money left and right. So I posted, I pinned that to the top And then I sent it out to every one of my clients in an email, but it was clients that weren't even my clients that contacted me. I had people in neighborhoods that I formed saying, oh, I saw your video. Who would you call for X? That's what gave me the idea then to do the the Lori's list. So it's at Mama Abby, M-A-M-A-A-B-B-E-Y. But um, so that's the video. So I sent it out to everybody. But when I'm watching social media, I can see when people are doing things. I con- I connect with everybody every single day. So I spend probably an hour or two, and I'll say, "Oh, look, you you." I saw that you were in Costa Rica. What was your favorite place? And then they'll come back, and 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 we'll talk about it. So I connect by watching what people are doing in their lives. I also have events once a month, once a quarter, great events, wine bus tours where we'll go tour wineries together. So my clients have now become a community. Um, so there's just a variety of things that I do the, where I connect and I'm giving them value and having fun with them without calling and bothering them. They wouldn't think not to call me for something. And then my painter was at an event where he got the color of the year. So I paid, I, I posted him at the event and said, this is my painter. This is the color of the year. I don't actually like this color. Would you guys use this in your homes? And then people wrote back, oh no, or, oh heck, yeah, you know. So that type of stuff. So what I just heard
0: you say is that the way that you're connecting is you see somebody that maybe they went to Costa Rica or they went to Florida, and now maybe you're sending a private message to them that says, oh, my gosh, this looks fantastic. Did you have a great time? So now you're not having to pick up the phone and call. You're just looking at what they're doing on social media responding to them in a private message. So they're like, oh, she's really connected to what I'm doing. I'm now top of mind because it's like you're not necessarily asking for a referral, but you're saying I am here. I'm now the first person you think about because I'm constantly either commenting or private
1: messaging you on your social media. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That's exactly right. And so I do informative videos, but I also do fun videos and then I do fun pictures. The biggest uh the the most liked post that I have made recently was a picture of me um I, you guys probably all know that the uh Denver Nuggets are the world champion NBA champs. Well, I accidentally got picked up right after one of the comeback shots. I got picked up screaming on on ESPN and I was insane and I was, so I have a picture of me looking like that, wearing my Nuggets jersey, and I posted that. And next to it, a picture of Business Day Lori, all dressed up and looking wonderful. And then the other crazy Lori. And I was like, Nuggets Lori and Business Day Lori. Well, then I'm a real crazy looking person, but then also a business person. People freaking loved it. I got so many texts. Plus, people saw me as being a part of the community. I don't take myself too seriously. We had lots of fun so many, would you have tickets to the next game? What do you think about this? And then I'm getting all sorts of separate text messages. Oh, are you going to go to the game? What did you see that? And then people just start sending me stuff. Did you see that shot? Did you see this? And so I'm talking to people the whole game all day long about Nugget stuff, because they now know that I'm a sports fan and that I have fun with it. I mean, literally, you guys, I can't explain to you just also my story. So you can see that I have a crazy dog. I do a lot of dog rescue stuff. I'll fly around the country, pick up a dog, bring it back here for a rescue. I, all my friends are fostering. I foster failed four of them, et cetera, et cetera. So that's something that I'm passionate about. So I'll post pictures of my crazy dogs doing crazy things or us rescuing a dog or the dog leaving the shelter on my stories. And so I get thousands of views on my stories and I only have 5,800 followers or something like that. And I get thousands of views because people are like, what crazy thing is she going to post next? So I stay on top of mind just by being exactly who I am, sometimes smart and sometimes crazy and sometimes fun and sometimes a mom and sometimes I look good and sometimes I don't. Um, And uh, it's the, the crazy, stupid, ridiculous, not looking good stuff is where I get the most comments. Like. I was dancing on a boat the other day, accidentally trying to twerk and I have no rhythm. And my daughter took the video and it was a terrible video and I looked ridiculous. I probably got 150 comments. So they're like, oh, this is my real estate agent. She knows what she's doing. She's really good at what she's doing. She cares about us, she but she's all our...
0: She can't she work, but she work. can sell your home. That should be, oh, I can't work, but I can sell your home. I think, it's
1: a, I think it's a new marketing tactic. I, think I like think it. That
0: one. <laughs> Let's talk about the events that you're doing, the monthly and quarterly events. It sounds like you're doing a lot with that. Talk about in very much detail exactly what you're doing and what the return on investment that you're seeing from that is.
1: Okay. I'll give you, we'll do the wine tour because I have a specific return on investment on that one. So I just want to talk about that one real quickly. A couple things happened with that. So I got a party bus where 50 people could come. I set up food and wine tastings exclusive to my clients for these 50 people at three different urban wineries. One of the places we got food in the middle so that people weren't drinking too much and not uh, and not eating. So we get this party bus. I had somebody in charge of music. 50 people came. I let them bring their friends. It was just the first 50 people that came. Now it filled up pretty quickly. So I ended up having to get a limo alongside of it. And so 12 of us got to go in the limo, which was actually pretty fun. Um, So we ended up having 62 people. So it filled up and I could not bring everybody, which was cool because then my events are exclusive. And if you do not respond, you don't get to come. So that probably cost me that day. And I didn't know at the time, that lenders and title... I was probably four years in the business. I didn't know at the time that lenders and title company could help pay for some of the stuff and pay for the bus and do these things. So it was all out of my pocket. And I was I was doing okay, but you know how expensive it is to be a, a newer real estate agent. So I put five $6,000 into this event. And I have since... I bet you I've gotten $100,000 back. I've gotten... I got right away in the next year three brand new clients. Now those clients have bought, sold, bought again. They have sent two or three friends. One of them got married from someone they met on the bus. Um, there were a few hookups at night because you know a day of wine, but that just brings us all closer together as a community. So the wine bus one was fun. Um, so that's one. The other day I did a really exclusive captains event. And I had everybody bring. I had a three sommeliers there. I know I always forget how to say that word, but you know what I'm talking about. And I had a private chef, and I had somebody singing, and then I had tables laid out, seating charts, the wine tasting, and everybody had to come. They had to bring a hundred dollar plus bottle of wine, and so everybody got to taste a variety of different wines. And then uh, uh, someone said to me, she said, "Can you help me?" I want to sell my investment property. It's $400,000. I know that's not really your price range, but if you sell my $400,000 house, um, can I still come to your your captain's event? I'm like, oh, four. I'm just kidding. I was like, of course, I'm selling a $200,000. Like, I do everything. I've got a team of people that can help if I get behind and they're all experts in their own right. But So the captain's dinner was such an exclusive event that people were worried that if I sold one of their cheap houses, they'd get kicked off the captain's uh, list. So there's that type of stuff. I have dog rescue events where four or five of my clients have adopted dogs from our rescue events. And I invite everyone and they all take pictures holding the puppies and they pet them and they play with them. Um, I can't think of like just so many events, parties, Super Bowl party, blah, blah, blah. Um, I do CrossFit. Let's talk briefly not about the cult of CrossFit because whatever, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm gonna say CrossFit, but it could be yoga, it could be um, I don't know, bike bike racing. So when you find something that you're passionate about, you are going to connect with people in that in that realm. And you because of being there with them in this event, you gain their trust. So one, make sure you're always on the pulse of everything and you know everything because if you, if they know you're a real estate agent, and they do because they watch your social media, they're going to say, "Hey, I'm thinking about buying this house in six in in a year for six hundred thousand. What's a good neighborhood?" And then when I whip off six hundred thousand, do you want to be in the city? Do you want to be by restaurants, or are you okay? Do you want a little bit more land? And then they tell me, and I whip off the five places that will be best, and I say. Hey, just keep looking in those areas. Do a drive-by of some of these. Let me know what you think. If you have any other questions, let me know. I do not jump in and go, I want to set you up on a search. Let's do this. Let's do that. I know everything. I have a trusted resource. They come to me. Once they've spoken with me, they know that I know, and they know that I'm not going to hunt them down so they feel comfortable a month later going, I didn't really like those four neighborhoods. I actually decided I want to be more city And then you tell them stuff that's more city. And then they'll say, can you set me up on a surge so I can start seeing what I can get for 600,000? Absolutely, I'll absolutely do that for you. But in CrossFit, I've probably gotten 30 plus clients never by asking for business, but by being engaged, by being knowledgeable, by being easy to approach and by not stalking people, but by just informing them. And then I'll have a wine and workout Wednesday And I'll invite all of my clients to the wine and workout Wednesday. We mostly drink wine and we hardly work out, but then we get a bunch of pictures and we have a lot of fun. And then maybe one or two of them have joined that community because they had so much fun. So then the CrossFit, you know, benefits. And then I am more connected with my clients and then my clients are a bigger part of my community and then they get to do something healthy. So nobody loses so one
0: of the things i always say is that you're unemployed until your next sale so when you're in real estate you earn the money you get paid and then you're actually unemployed again right that's how real estate works so we want to teach everybody how to conduct themselves as a business and not just be real estate agents because business owners being a business owner will help you retire. And so I want you to look at something that is the next level which is Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant. And so yeah. what he says is is that the next level of a business owner is like okay, ask yourself Am I on this side or am I on this side? Am I just self-employed or am I a business owner or do I take it to the next level and have passive income? And that's really what is great is because we teach you number one, how to operate on this side where you're a business owner and also are creating passive income. And what I say is, does your system does your business work independently from you like have you ever been to a real estate agent retirement party like i never have right like i've seen people you know that have been in real estate for a really long time it ages you but i know one thing i don't want to be showing homes on saturdays and sundays getting calls at night, and I don't want to, when I'm 65 years old, doing that. And so that's what we're trying to solve is saying, why don't agents retire? Well, there's all kinds of reasons. You know, they, there's no retirement contribution matched by their employer. Healthcare prices are going up. Prices in general are just insane right now and even if you have a rental property that maybe makes three thousand dollars a month you're spending two thousand dollars on expenses and then you just aren't making enough passive income so what we want to teach you how to do we call it now and later like you know the candy now and later well we want to have you have money now and your now money is helping buyers and sellers buy their home and sell their home. Yes, let's do a little bit of that, but we're going to help you create that later money, which is where we can retire or at least have some kind of retirement money addition to what we're already making. And so that is the real basis of our brokerage. You can build your own brand, you can be successful, and we give you all the tools and support to fast track your business to success. Let's talk about SMART goals for just a second. I think that people have kind of gotten away from setting specific goals that are measurable, actionable, relevant, time-based. And so I want to talk about your goals that you have for you and is exactly what do you do to set goals? What do you do to keep them top of mind? And do you have anyone that's holding you accountable to reaching those goals?
1: Yeah, I I do think it's very important to share your goals with your team and with the people in your life. Um, but I also think a coach is very, very, very important. Now, do I do everything the coach says every single week? Not necessarily because I'm busy and I get involved in my own life. But you know what does happen? I've thought about it. I've written it down. Even if my coaching call is Tuesday and I didn't do anything you know, let's say Wednesday through Saturday, obviously I did stuff. I didn't get to this level without doing stuff, but I maybe didn't do those exact things I said on there. I'll tell you what I do not want to do is have that call on Tuesday morning and say, I've done nothing. So Monday afternoon, I might have to connect with 87 people or quickly book that venue for the event that I said I was going to do, or do that public service announcement post I said I was going to do. So again, it's just someone to keep you on track and that coach maybe could be a mentor. Maybe it's your, you the boss, the, the manager at your office, If it's a smaller office. Maybe it's the leader of your team. I recommend you spend the money to get a coach, but if that's not your thing, find a mentor, find an accountability partner. Here's something I used to do that was fun before I paid for a coach. I had two of the top ladies in my office and every Tuesday we would have wine. I know wine seems like a theme for me. So we all have our themes and everyone will send me now wines. they got to try this one. So again, people know what I do and what I like. And so then they, uh, they, they connected with me that role. But on Tuesday afternoons we would sit down and we'd say, here are the 10 things we want to do this next week. I want to help get this price lowered. I want to make sure I've connected with 10 people. I want to get this house on the market and I want to make sure that I have done an ad for that video and sent it out to a thousand people. Whatever it is your goals were, we would get back together the next Tuesday, just the three of us, and we had point totals for each goal that we met. Some were the easy ones and some were the hard ones. They had different point totals. Whoever had the lowest point total had to buy the bottle of wine and whoever had the highest point total had to choose the bottle. So if I had the highest point total as a competitor, I would choose a $400 bottle of wine and you were going to have to pay for it because you did not reach your goals for that week. So fun and easy and different kind of way, but you can think about it in that way. If you want to do something like that, you're holding yourself accountable, but you have to set them out there. You could break them down into weekly, and then you share them with people, and then you find ways to make sure you're holding yourself accountable. And we actually just hired a corporate coach.
0: He's a national coach across the country, Stephen Futch. He is a national real estate coach, has been doing it for a very long time. And we're actually paying for all of our agents now. It's going to be starting next week to do small group coaching with him. And that's really where I think people are going to get to the next level. Give us some things that you would say to your coach, like, okay, next week. And I'd love for everyone to type this in the chat. Something, give some ideas of what kind of things are you going to say? Schedule at least four listing appointments next week by reaching out to 30 people on Instagram or what What would be like, I'm going to do X by doing Y by this time. Give us like a sample thing that you would give to your coach and say, here's what I'm going to do to give us some okay. ideas.
1: All right. So because I don't make those phone calls every single day, um, it's just not my thing. If I called people, they would think it was weird. Um, everyone kind of knows that, but I do like to connect with them. So what I would say is, you know what? I haven't connected with this my A list that has given me X amount of referrals. So by next week, I need to have planned a luncheon. It could just be a small one. Maybe it's ten or twelve people. Uh, there was a whole crew of people who all came from Oklahoma City and Dallas, and they started referring themselves and their friends. So we call we'll have luncheons now called the Southerners and Lori, or the Southern Girls and Lori. So I'm like, man, I haven't connected with the Southern girls for a little bit. Um, I'm gonna see if I can get the party room at Del Frisco's, the one where there's 10 or 12 of us, and uh, and I'll buy everybody's wine. Well, actually, usually I buy the whole meal, but I'll say, let's get everyone together and let's catch up and we'll talk about XYZ. And so I'll say by next week, I need to have sent the text out to everybody, picked a day time, sent out, hey, what times can everyone do it? And and done that by next Tuesday. Now that's a silly goal in a way, because I'm not saying I specifically am going to do X, but I am because it's those people that have sent me my business. So I know that if I'm connecting with 10 people, all of whom have sent me three or four or five other people before, then that is going to get me the next level of business. And it does. And it does every single time. So that's what I know about myself and my sphere and so I know by connecting with them and having fun with them and just talking and bringing them around their friends is where they feel comfortable referring their next client to me. And then when people see us out doing fun stuff, they go, Hey, I want to work with her. She's really fun. Oh, her clients really like her. They hang out and do stuff all the time. She must be nice. She must be good at what she does. And then when I do a social media post, so that's the other thing I'll do I'll do a social media post. I'll say to the coach, okay, I need to do three social media posts this week. One with a testimonial. So I need to get somebody to write me a testimonial. Two, the second one I need to do is where I'm educating the community on something that they all are asking about right now. Whether it's interest rates or what's going on in the market. Whatever that is, I need to do these three things this week before I talk to you next week. Or make 20 calls. Whatever that is, it's measurable. When I first got in the business, it was do four open houses and get 10 new clients for my database. And so on Monday mornings, I'd meet with my coach at 8.30 and I'd say, okay, I did four open houses. I got 10 new people that I met and I'm going to put those 10 people in my database. And then I'm going to send out an email to those 10 people saying, thank you for coming by. Do you have any questions? La, la, la. You know, that was earlier on in my career. And that always worked too. I got a lot of my bigger clients from people I stayed in touch with that I met at Open Houses and grabbed their information and put them into the database. I didn't badger them, but I would send them useful tidbits of information.
0: And I think asking people like what question, like even saying something like this, I'm getting ready to do a couple videos ask me like, what kind of real estate questions do you have? Like, is there anything you want to know about whether it's 1031 exchange or whether it's getting into rental properties, things like that. Give us some more ideas of videos that you've done that are making deposits into people and that people are like, oh, you know, I am interested in learning about that.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what the biggest one has always been, like you just said, the the investment related real estate. Um, So obviously every week you you get everywhere you go. You go out to lunch, people say, "What's going on with the interest rates?" "Oh my gosh, what's happening with the market?" So you get to hear every single week when you're out and about, or when you're talking to friends and family, what everybody's most relevant topics are. So simply just by paying attention to the questions that you get while you're out and about you're going to know exactly what videos to make. So any videos that I've made now, is it real easy to do a social media story and say, ask me anything um, and I'll do a video for you this week. But more, it's much, much easier just to do it based on the conversations that you're having. Every single week, somebody wants to know about what's going on with the interest rates. Um, We talk about investment properties. We talk about cap rates and and I'll do a little explanation of what that is or what cash on cash investment is or how maybe you're not making a cash return but where you're going to build money over time with your equity. We talk about first time home buyers and how if there's a possibility for them to keep that first home as a rental and move into the next home without selling that one, how they can start building their empire and how they'll have $300,000 by age 30 that they likely wouldn't have gotten from working. You know, and so then we give the we give ways that that happens for people. But it's very easy. Also, you watch what's going on in social media as you're flipping down, you see the comments people are writing. You know what people are interested in learning about if you pay attention, and that's what you make your videos on because you are in the know. You know more than anybody else because Your clients aren't showing houses 100 days a week. They're not in these small group breakout sessions that you're talking about. They're not being coached. They don't have 10 people every day that they're talking to about real estate. You have to inform them. It's your duty to guide them, to guide them into what they need to know, what they need to think about. All right, well, we are out of time, but I want you to quickly
0: just say what your daily schedule looks like and some of the habits that you do regularly that make you successful.
1: Okay. So everybody has their morning routine and, and they go forward and I think it's different and it's different for everybody. So the one thing I do want to say about my day is I switch it a little bit. My morning is a little bit slower. I have four dogs. I have to feed them, we get them out and take them on walks. I read the atomic habits so I do some habit stacking. I make sure I brush my teeth, drink my water with lemon, drink but- vitamins and do everything in the order of get my green tea in. So I do a little bit of that. And then the one thing I have to do in the morning before my day gets moving is get my mindset right. So I will write five things that I am grateful for in my journal before my day moves on. I don't care about anything else at the beginning of the day except for making sure I start my day happy, positive, remembering all the great things in my life. Now, I switch the end of the day to be where I'm getting my exercise in the afternoon, I then after five o'clock, I rest for a moment, then I start making my phone calls, posting my videos, getting my to-do list ready for the next day. So I do all the same stuff, I just do it in a different order. You'll see a lot of stuff that I post is at 11 o'clock at night, because my boyfriend of 14 years goes to bed at nine. So from nine to midnight is my morning routine. I set my day up the next day from 9 to 12. So you have to know who you need to contact, what needs to happen. Get positive. Write about that. Get your exercise in. Just Oh, and then every day I do something social. I will go play tennis with someone. I will go have lunch with somebody. uh, And then I'll post two or three things about my day. Sometimes it's real estate. Sometimes it's dogs. Sometimes it's food. Sometimes it's wine on Wednesday on the patio. And that happens later at night. So all the things that you need to do in a day, if you read Atomic Habits and you stack them, you just figure out where it makes most sense in your day. That's a great book. You got it. Yeah.
0: And the way you talk to yourself, you actually talk to yourself more than anyone else. And it really does. When you are working on your mindset, it controls the way you talk to yourself in your own head. And so- having that dialed in is super important. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you.
1: Follow me on Instagram at at Mama Abby, M-A-M-A-A-B-B-E-Y. I am on Facebook as just Lori Abby, L-O-R-I. I I have a team called the Abby Collection and I am in Denver, Colorado. And I really, really, really appreciate you having me on. Uh, It was really fun to be here. Oh, it was great having you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.